Alethea Felton, and welcome to the Power Transformation Podcast. If you're struggling in your life with self-sabotaging and negative thoughts that leave you feeling stuck and limit you from moving forward, I can help you. As a holistic health and empowerment coach, I help people identify, challenge, and conquer those thoughts in order to make simple and practical changes to improve overall wellness. Let's remove those limitations, for the time is now to create your power transformation. Welcome back to another episode of the Power Transformation Podcast. I am overjoyed that you have joined me today. And y'all, guess what? This episode today is me, yours truly, Coach Alethea Felton, Lily, whatever you know me as. This is my voice today. Um, I have truly enjoyed all of my guests. More guests are coming So please don't think for one second, oh Lord, she don't have any more guests. That's not the case. It's just that I think it's important that I share something solo here and there because I have to acknowledge the fact, um, especially for people who are even new to the podcast or those who are just joining, is that you all are here in support of what I'm doing. And I don't take that lightly. And especially for the early podcast listeners, before I even started having guests, you tuned in because of what I had to share and say. And I don't take that lightly for one second. And I always must remember, no matter how far God allows me to go in this life with success and achievements, I don't get there by myself, but I get there through people and listeners like you. So if you are new to the podcast, I welcome you. If you have been listening since its launch in early December, or if you joined somewhere along the way, I thank you. We're going to go ahead and jump in and start with our affirmation. And the affirmations are done at the beginning as well as most of the ends of the podcast. And they try to have some type of a connection to what the topic is about. And so we are going to jump into this one today. So I'm going to say the affirmation once and then you repeat it. I give myself permission to be quiet and to reflect on where my life was, where my life is now, and where my life is going. I'm actually going to say that again. I know I said I would say it once, but I want to say it again. And then you say it. I give myself permission to be quiet and to reflect on where my life was where my life is now, and where my life is going. So what I am compelled and led to talk about today is something that I, at times, particularly in the past, neglected. 
And when I started to be more mindful and in tune of doing it, it transformed my life, thus influencing the Power Transformation Podcast. And that is simply this. Checking in with yourself. Checking in with yourself. When is the last time you checked in with you? When is the last time you checked in with you? How are you doing? Or for those of you who may have listened to or watched Wendy Williams, she always would say, how you doing? She would say that. (laughs) But seriously, how are you? When have you checked in with you? It is so common and so easy and simple for us to check on everybody else. And I'm from further south, so I'll say everybody else. Mm-hmm, everybody. It's so easy to check in with everybody else. But yet, isn't it quite peculiar how at times the human default is to neglect ourselves because we're so concerned about Everybody else? And I say concerned in a good way. Yes, it's important to be a compassionate, loving, caring person. But it's also time to really check in in terms of having a process of reflection and assessment to really get a big picture view and a clearer picture of how you're really doing. I know that I'm guilty at times of a person say, how are you doing, Lily? Or, hey, Alethea, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? That's the easy default. Even in Spanish, I speak Spanish. Hola, chica, chico. Como están? You know, como está? How are you doing? You know, if it's a group, como están? Or what's happening? And again, bien. Estoy bien. I'm fine. I'm well. That's a default. That's a human default to it, regardless of what language you speak. But If we really were to ask, how are we doing? Or if somebody were to ask you, how are you doing? Would you really be honest and transparent? And of course, if you don't really know a person like that, you don't have to go in depth. But I think sometimes we say, I'm fine. Because life, is so hectic or it's a lot going on that we don't really know how to articulate quite how we're doing. So I know, and I'll speak from my own experience, is I wouldn't even call it being fake. It was just that I didn't used to take time to really assess, to check in, to see how I was doing. I 
was always concerned, not even a people pleaser. I'm not a people pleaser, but it was always about what can I do to help make somebody else's life better? And the difference between that and a people pleaser, a people pleaser gets their own self-fulfillment, meaning that um, somebody who people pleases does so to be embraced, appreciated, valued, liked. That wasn't my case. It was just about how can I help somebody? What can I do for somebody else? How can I make sure they're okay? Not with the expectation of anything in return. And it wasn't necessarily anything inherently wrong with doing that. But the fault that I had was that I wasn't really assessing where I was in life at the time. And it took me having to go through forced moments of bed rest, moments of loved ones who had passed away, moments of really difficult times to truly do in-depth thinking about where I was in my life. And my point in doing this episode today is I don't want you to have to go through that. I don't want that to be the case for you. I don't want something rough or bad or painful in your life to happen for you to really check in. It should become a regular practice. And fast forward now to 2023, it's a regular practice. And this journey of regular checking in with myself started in summer of 2017, so nearly six years ago. There's a saying that goes, don't judge my story based on the chapter you walked in on. And that simply means that sometimes it's easy to view a person's life and say, wow, look at where he or she is. Oh, that's so amazing without knowing the cost that it took to get to this space and the place. And the same can happen with you. Maybe right now life is flourishing and thriving and people see you like, wow, look at that. But oh, baby, if it does not come without a cost, So how, how do you check in with yourself? There are certain questions that you can ask. One question can simply be starting off with this. What do I need to do to take care of myself emotionally, spiritually, and physically? In American society, Physical fitness is emphasized, and that's important. It's very important. It's important to stay active. It's important to remain fit. It's important to fuel your body with nourishing foods. It's okay to have a treat here and there, but 
You get my point. But we are multi-layered beings. And we are spiritual beings living a physical existence, a human experience, right? So, So with that being said, it's also a good rule of thumb to check in emotionally and spiritually with where you are. How are you feeling? How's your spiritual life? How's your walk or your relationship with God or your higher power? And perhaps someone listening considers themselves atheist. Atheists do not believe in the existence of a God. But I'll take this to the bank is life, life get to a point where, whew, I got to depend on a higher being. So if you don't worship God, put your efforts in acknowledging something, even if it's a table. <laughs> Or a desk or something. Because it's too much to carry alone. But that's a whole other story. Just a consideration. That that God is definitely a spirit. A supernatural being. Our creator. That, oh my goodness. Not only does God love you. But, ooh. Mm. God wants the best for your life. So yeah, check in. What do you need to do to take care of yourself emotionally, spiritually, and physically? Also, another thing is this. Another question you can ask to check in with yourself could be something as simple as, what am I doing that's causing me stress or dissatisfaction? Stress comes, but how are you managing it? Are there certain things that you're allowing in your life to stress you out that don't need to be? If so, reassess, realign, remove those stressors so that you can take care of you. So how are some ways that you can check in with yourself? Listen to your instinct, to your gut, to your intuition. Intuition is the subconscious part of us, which tells us what is going on at all times, even if we are not aware of it. And when you hear that still small voice, I call intuition instinct the Holy Spirit. That's what I call it, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives within me and guides and moves. It is that God part in me, that God being in me. And that is what leads me. That is what causes me to pause. It's that voice you hear, not always necessarily audible. But for me, it's that sensation in my gut. And the the issue that can happen 
And I'll talk from my experience is there was one situation I was in where the Holy Spirit was speaking to me, showing me things. And I kept brushing it off like, oh, no, that's not of God. And no, and I'm going to the extremes of saying, oh, no, you know, that's just Satan trying to mess me up. And I'll be honest, it was with my last relationship where I had some instincts, some intuitive feelings about certain things dealing with that relationship. And I'm thinking that it is the devil, demons, trying to cause my mind to go haywire. And I'm brushing it off and I'm like, "Mm -mm." but come to find out that was my intuition. That was the Holy Spirit protecting me. And even when I confronted my ex with the right questions, I was still being told things that sounded good, sounded right. So it caused me to brush off. It wasn't until the actual breakup that my ex really confessed and became truthful with everything. And I even asked this one question. I said, so are you telling me that the entire time the Holy Spirit was speaking to me about certain things and questions that I pose to you. Are you telling me that the entire time that intuition was right? And he said, yes. So that's an example from my own personal life. But think about what is your intuition and your instinct showing you? And it's just not in a relationship situation. It can be with any decision you have to make any choice, go with your intuition. Also, pay attention to your emotions. Do you feel nervous? Are you sad? Are you happy? You can check in with yourself, but really paying attention to what are you feeling at the moment? I used to have a big issue with feeling sad. I don't like feeling sad. I can't stand feeling sad because sadness makes me cry. I used to rush sadness, but sadness is an emotion. You can't have sadness without having happiness. And that's one thing that my therapist had to get me to a point was being comfortable sitting in the sad. And sitting in the sad didn't even mean... um didn't mean necessarily staying there or wallowing in it, but you got to feel what you feel. And if you're happy about something, be happy. There are times that even during grief, say if you've lost a loved one, a loved one's died, sometimes people feel guilty about having moments of happiness or laughter when their loved one has just passed away. Don't feel guilty about it. It's okay to feel happy at times, even in the midst of your strongest grief. Because you're human, but also it's an emotion. Feel that emotion. Also, a way to check in 
And you can go back and listen to this episode. Uh, it's episode um, 12, actually. But mindfulness meditation. Episode 12 is called The Myths of Mindfulness with Angela Norwood. If you have not heard that episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to that because mindfulness meditation can really help you because mindfulness, you concentrate and focus on the present, the here and the noun. Mm. Now, not noun. I'm a former English teacher. Noun is a person, place, thing, or idea. No, not here and noun. Here and now. <laughs> Excuse me for that. Now, N-O-W. Mindfulness helps you focus on what's happening in the present. And it helps you with breath work, but it gets you to be comfortable just sitting in your present. And... It can aid in clearing your mind and focusing on what's important. Another way to check in with yourself is it may be wise to really set a particular time in your day to really reflect, even for a few minutes, 10 minutes out of your day, five to 10, start off small, but make a concentrated effort. Just like you make time to eat, you make time to bathe, you make time to do whatever else you have to do. Make time to reflect daily on where you are in your life, about what's going on, how you feel, and what progress you're making. And the beauty of checking in with yourself is that this is a daily process. Practice. And again, practice, practice, practice. No one ever becomes perfect, but the practicing of something helps to build you in more ways than one. And I'm sharing this again because I do it now. Daily, I check in with myself. Did it happen overnight? Heck no, definitely not. But the practice is that you are more aware of you. Checking in with yourself ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. This is all about you, boo. All about you. Also, you can talk with someone. That's a good way to check in. I have a therapist that now I see every couple of months. I check in with my therapist, but also it can just be talking to a trusted friend, family member, or anybody else that you personally are comfortable confiding in. Don't mean you have to tell all your business to everybody, but find a confidant that you can bounce your ideas off of, that you can talk about what's really real or what's really happening in your life. You can also journal. That's a way to check in if you like journaling. Journal your thoughts, your ideas. Journal where you once were, where you are now, and where you want to go. And also in that journaling, make note of where you are presently. That's really important is, yes, where you are now because it helps to give you a greater appreciation 
for how far you've come. I mean, acknowledge that for real. Acknowledge it. No matter how old you are, acknowledge where you are in life. Some of y'all have survived some major stuff that people wouldn't even believe, but it's also because you don't give yourself enough credit for overcoming it. And also, I would say, another way to check in with yourself would truly be, um, mm, give yourself time to just rest. Give yourself time to shut down. Give yourself time for a break. That's a good way to check in. People are ripping and running day in and day out on the go, 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 go. On the grind. Got to get the hustle. Got to do this. Got to do that. You must learn to just be, to just sit, to just rest. And that, my friends, oh my goodness, what a powerful way to check in by even doing that. Check in with yourself. Check in with yourself. You're worth it. You're worth it. So let's go ahead and close out with the affirmation. I'll say it and you repeat it. I give myself permission to be quiet and to reflect on where my life was, where my life is now, and where my life is going. Share this episode with two people you know so that they too can check in with themselves. Love y'all. If you enjoyed today's show, then you don't want to miss an episode. So follow the Power Transformation Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you usually listen. And remember to rate and review. I also invite you to connect with me on social media at Alethea Felton. That's at A-L-E-T-H-E-A-F-E-L-T-O-N. Until next time, remember to be good to yourself and to others.